You're listening to The Devoted Podcast, where our desire is to be women devoted to the Word of God. We're so glad you're here, and we pray you'll be challenged and encouraged as we look to God's Word together. Hey, gals, I am so excited to be back with you here on The Devoted Podcast. You guys know I took a couple months off to sort of work on some other projects, and it's so good. I know that that is good time, and the Lord really uses that time, but it's always a little bittersweet for me, and I and I do miss this time. And I've heard from several of you guys, and that's been so fun, asking, when are the podcasts coming back? So at long last, here we are. We've had a busy couple months, right? You guys know personally that I was graduating a kiddo, my oldest graduated high school. So that was kind of a a big moment for me for sure. But it was all good things. But we've had a lot of things going on in the summer at Athey. It's just been wow, what a great summer. So some of the things I said, we've been working on some projects. Hopefully many of you were able to join us live when we had the Elisa Childers for the Renewed Conference this summer. It was fantastic. And if you've not had a chance to listen to those sessions that she did, they are on the Athey Women YouTube channel and you just got to check them out. And really, you need to listen to all three of the main sessions. Q&A, great. That's bonus too. That's awesome. But those three sessions that she gave, there's just some really good meat in there. And I know I got a lot out of it and I heard from you guys, you got a lot out of it as well. I did give you guys some highlights that I had some things just right when it was fresh in my mind. And so we did do that bonus episode shortly after the conference. But other than that, I haven't really been in here to do this because some of those other projects I've been working on is we've been working on getting our fall study ready for everyone. So starting September 28th, I believe it is, if that's that last Tuesday there in September, that is when we are going to start a study in the Gospel of John called He Is. And man, how much time should I take to talk about that? I probably shouldn't. But he is. He is what? He is what? Fill in the blank. And that's kind of the point. And all the things that we're going to get to when we look at John is it's all the things that Jesus is. It's nearly overwhelming because on every page, as you turn through the Gospel of John, you're just going to discover new facets to who Jesus is. And so we're going to spend eight weeks studying the Gospel of John. You can join us in a couple different ways with that. Certainly, you can join us live on Tuesday evenings. We'll be there. We're going to have the study time there. We'll have a little bit of a fellowship time at the end, time for prayer of the Titus 2 gals will always be available in the back. And then we'll have the book available for you guys to get your hands on, I believe in the middle of August. So don't hold me to that. Probably by the time you guys hear this, you probably have your book because this podcast is going to come out after September. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. If you can be there in person, that's awesome. But we have lots of you out there that aren't with us locally here in Portland, or maybe you're comfortable, more comfortable being online. We still have that option. So you guys are welcome to live stream the teaching that we do on Tuesday nights. And that works if you're here. That's the wonders of the internet, right? You guys can be in a small group in Alaska or just watching it by yourself in Montana, wherever you're at. We hope that you're going to join us. So if you haven't had a chance to get your book, go on to the Athey Women Ministry page, go to Athe Gear, one of those pages, the website will direct you to where that is and grab your study guide for that because it's going to be really good. It's a beautiful book. I'm really excited to see how it all turned out, but I'm most excited to see all the ways that we're really going to meet Jesus and who he is um, as we study John together. So I'm really excited for that. And then 
in the process. So we, we, we were working on getting John all ready to roll for you gals. Then I've also been working on writing the spring study as well. So that's kind of where a lot of my where my some of my brain power has gone to. And that's the one we're going to do in April and May. So it's a busy time. We also got to see a bunch of you guys at the worship night that we did outside, where just a few sweet 800 of you ladies joined us for a really amazing time of worship. And that was just that was so fun. So I hope we get to do that again, that summertime on the lawn, worshiping the Lord, not much better than that, for sure. Just real quick, I want to welcome all of you guys who are just joining us on the Devoted Podcast. Maybe you guys, this is your first time you're listening. We have so many new gals that have been joining us, and I love it. I love it when you guys flag me down in the foyer at church or in the parking lot or send me an email and say hi, whatever it is. I, I just love it. And I and there have been so many of you guys that are just brand new to us here. Some of you that maybe are not local to Portland and, and plugging in at Athey. Sometimes some of you guys have just found us from other places, but it's just, it's so great to sort of meet you, if I can say that. But if you are new, and this is the first time you're joining us on the Devoted Podcast, I want to just give you a little bit of what we're doing here. Why do I do this? You may have heard me say earlier that, you know, I'm sitting here in my closet. And so if you're, if you're new, you're going, uh, why, why is she in her closet? Well, that is because guys, I actually podcast for the most part in my closet from my house. When we have guests or things like that, I don't make them come into my closet, guys. That would be weird. There is some of my closer friends that they have actually come into my closet, and I'm sorry about that, but I do clean it and all of that when they're there. But I do go in and kind of set up a mobile studio a little bit when we need to record in the church office. But for the most part, I'm here in my closet because, guys, the sound is just really good in here, and you don't even need expensive acoustic panels. I love doing this right here in my own home. Right now, I'm actually sitting here listening to my 13-year-old. He's actually out in the hallway right now, and he has been setting up different golf courses throughout the house today. So every once in a while, I keep hearing a golf ball roll down my house. So we're hoping it sticks to putting. That's what we're hoping for. But what is the Devoted Podcast? Here's the thing, guys. This is just a chat. But it's the best kind of chat because my desire is to keep the word front and center in everything we do, everything we discuss, the filter that we run everything through, all of our decisions, all the things, all of it, we run it through God's word. And I know sometimes we say that as Christians, we say that as Christian women, that we want to look to the word and seek the Lord. But we want to really put some practice to that. So You'll find a lot of scripture on the Devoted Podcast because the thing is, is I, I don't have any amazing sage wisdom for you guys. I am proof that the Lord can use anyone truly. But my goal is to point us to God's word. Pastor Brett sometimes talks about the tourist Christians. And this summer, if you guys were following along with us at Athey, we were in Ezekiel, especially these last few chapters. It was talking about the millennial kingdom and, and the, the temple in the millennial kingdom. And he sometimes uses this phrase of like, do you want to be a tourist Christian? Meaning, do you want to get to heaven and not have a clue where anything is? Or do you want to really know? Do you want to know where you're going and you want to kind of, oh, I know this facet of the temple and I studied this before. Well, I think we can take that even to other things with our Christian walk and how we study the word, because we don't want to have that same touristy attitude when it comes to God's word. It's sort of like the Instagram quiet time. It looks good and you've got your coffee and you've got your Bible and maybe you've got your perfect little candle over there. 
But the question, and this is where I get real annoying sometimes, is are you really a student of your Bible? And that's my desire for us gals, that we will be women that know our Bibles, that we're constantly learning more about who God is on every page. And then the next step, and this is the clincher, guys, the next step is to really submit to the word. Let the word be the boss of you. And don't let that bother you, but rather let it comfort you. But might have to let that sink in. If you're brand new and you're going, man, I don't even know if I like this whole word submission. I get that. I've We've done whole podcasts on that. I think it's a lovely word. I think it's fantastic. And I think especially fantastic when it comes to how we are to be fully surrendered to what God's word said. So here's the thing, though. What you're not going to find here is you're not going to get a touchy, feely verse to tack onto your situation. Ladies, I'm just not a fan of watering down scripture or in any way making scripture conform to us or our culture. I think this is something that happens a lot, but that's not what you're going to find here. We are the ones to be changed, right? We are the ones to be changed by the renewing of our minds that we might be transformed. So we want to look to scripture, not to see how our situation can carve into this and how we can tack that scripture onto make the decision the way we want it to. But we really want to lay our thing down and let the Lord do his work on us through his word. I use that verse there. Maybe some of you guys recognized it of renewing our minds that we might be transformed. And so that comes from Romans 12. And that's where I want to take our focus for this first episode. And I'm actually probably going to extend this into two because as I was preparing for this, I realized that this was far too much to put into one. And I also don't want to make the mistake of if we rush through some of these things, I think we can we can get so overwhelmed with how much there is that we can lose some of it. So I want us to slow down on this a little bit. I think we can ask ourselves some really good questions as we read Romans 12. And I really encourage you to pray through these verses. Don't just read it and move on, but really think about how we are doing. This is part of that being submitted to scripture is actually seeing how are we doing on this? Are we lining up with scripture or are we going, you know, I don't really like that part. Let's skip to the next verse. Right now, we're about to start a new school year. If you're a student, if you're a mom, that's probably where your brain's at. Have to get back into school lunches and or if you're homeschooling, you're trying to get all your ducks in a row and all of your pencils sharpened. Or if you're neither of those, I don't know. I just feel like there's something about the fall season in particular. It's my favorite, first of all. I love the fall. And that could be because of Oregon. Because for all of Oregon's faults, yes, it rains and all those things. But fall here is stunning. I love the fall in Oregon. One of the things I love about fall is that it's sort of kind of the season that I feel like I just want to get my new kind of like packing up summer, right? You're you're getting rid of the lazy and kind of easygoing days of summer and you're getting your structure back and you're getting your schedule and you're kind of organizing things and you're throwing the summer stuff in a bin and you're getting those fall sweaters out. It's probably still a little too warm for that, but you know what I'm saying. You like you're trying to get a new thing going on. And you're digging out your pumpkin spice candle collection. That's super important this time of year. It's my favorite season. I just love it. But here's where I want to go. If you take this challenge to look at Romans 12 and really pray through these verses, I think this is a great way to set us up going into a new season. 
So here we go as we're organizing our closets and we're organizing getting the new fall decor out, getting our new system and structure. I want to lay some groundwork here in Romans 12 because I think there's a really cool list. We're going to get to most of the checklist type stuff probably in the uh, next week's episode. So hang with me for that. But I want to start us off with just these first two verses, and we'll see. I might get to a couple more on on this one today. But the first two, verse 1 of Romans 12 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So much packed into these verses, and I'm going to probably keep saying that because we really, I do want to slow down on these. But It says to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is one of these that you just kind of need to chew on it. How is it that I present myself, my body, my mind, my emotions, all that I do? Is it a sacrifice that would in turn be acceptable to God? Because that's what it's saying. It's like that is our worship. So you just might need to pause that right there. You might need to write that scripture down and just Seek the Lord on that part, on how we are being a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So really, there's just a lot even in that. But if you're like me, and we do need to chew on this a little bit, but I'm picturing here the sacrifice part in particular, living sacrifice. Well, we know in the Old Testament, the sacrifices, those ones weren't going anywhere, right? They were dead, very dead, laid out on the altar as worship to the Lord. But Paul tells us that we are living sacrifices. Maybe you've heard people say that the trouble with living sacrifices is that they tend to want to crawl off the altar. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but it's kind of a good image, you know, because you don't really think of a living sacrifice. You know, the sacrifice is dead. But this picture of this sacrifice is being totally surrendered, submitted. See, there I said that word again, even dead to ourselves and our sin. And I'll bring you back to what I was saying earlier about this being submitted to the word of God, being dead to our feelings, to our emotions. Oh, goodness. That desire to make God's narrative fit ours and to instead make our narrative be God's narrative. That's where we want to go. We want to see what does God's word say about this, not what I have to say about it. So I love Romans 12, 1, just right off the bat. Now, verse 2, this one's a fave of mine. Do you ever have... One of these verses that it just has impacted you in a really big way. This one was a light bulb verse for me. Let me read it to you real quick. Romans 12, 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I've quoted this verse a ton. I will continue to quote it probably a ton. Because like I said, this is kind of one of those verses that the Lord used in a radical way in my life. This is that verse for me. And I'm there's others, but this one really pops out to me. I don't know if you have one of those verses that you're like, man, the Lord really used that verse. Now, partly, and I'd say there's an ongoing impact that this verse continually has on me. And that's just the being transformed by the renewing of your mind. What is it that renews our mind? Ephesians 5.26 tells us, it says that it says that the word cleanses us, that we're cleansed by the washing of the water of the word. It's sort of this continual impact that the word has on our minds. And I've always loved how it's saying that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The Bible doesn't tell us that this is possible. 
but not for you. No, your mind actually can be renewed. And we know that the way in which it's renewed is by God's word, washing us, cleansing us. It's kind of like keeping the filter, keeping the sieve real clean that we run everything through. So I love Romans 12, too, because it it points us to the fact that we don't want to be conformed to the world, but we want to be transformed by what God's will is. And we find that out by being in the scripture. And so I I feel like it's just sort of like a, a bit of a theme verse for me in that way. But I also, this verse the Lord just used in such a, like I said, maybe a light bulb moment verse for me. Many years ago, I've gone through several seasons where I've really struggled with depression. When the Lord first used this one, I want to say probably a good 15, 20 years ago, and I rem- I was in a dark time. And, and if any of you guys have struggled through depression, you know that your brain's just not working real right. You feel really, really stuck. I was fortunate enough that someone had recommended a Christian, a godly counselor for me to go see. And I think sometimes when we think about going to biblical counseling, which I will always say, make sure if you're seeking counsel, that it is biblical counsel, because it is the Lord that has license on our souls and our mind and our emotions. I mean, that that's his forte. So we want to seek him when we're looking for healing in that. That's just really important. But this was a great counselor. And I think I had assumed that when you go through these seasons and you kind of get to that place where you're you need to seek that outside biblical counsel, that I was going to be in this counseling probably for months and months, guys. And sometimes that is the case. I know I've talked to many people that they really felt called to being in some sort of counseling for an extended period of time. Well, that is what I assumed at that season of my life, that that's what this was going to be like, which was for me kind of hard. I don't know why, but when you get to that part where you're bottom of the barrel, it almost feels like you you just don't even want to ask for help. I don't know why that is. I think we maybe that's just me, but you get a little stubborn about it. We also, when you're in those dark place, you just kind of want to almost sit in the mud sometimes, which is not where the Lord would have us, is it? <laughs> but I, I remember going to this counselor, and I, I want to say, guys, this was the second time I met with him. We met once, and it was sort of like an introductory thing, and he took me through some scriptures, and it, you know, it was good, but it was kind of a short session. It was basically him just meeting me. And then the second time I went, he took me to this verse in Romans 12, too. And I'm not kidding, guys. He didn't do anything amazing. He didn't pull out some long verbiage and psychological terms that made things sound super important or whatever. He read to me Romans 12, 2, that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what he did. And here's why the word of God just will never cease to be amazing to me. He didn't say it in a certain voice. He didn't get all impassioned about it or anything like that. He just read the verse. And the Lord took those words and transformed my mind. That word transformed, it's the same word that they uh, that in the Greek is for metamorphosis, like literally a, a, a physical changing. But the thing that it's talking about physically changing is your brain. And that's amazing to me because when you're in that mode and you're in that dark place of just depression, you feel so stuck right? But the scripture says he will renew our minds, that he can renew our minds. That was amazing to me. So there was this light bulb moment for me. And I'm not kidding. I walked away from that counseling session a few minutes later and I realized I'm done. Yeah. Thank you. Super nice. I mean, that was fantastic. But it was it was like instantly the Lord showed me 
what he had for me in this path forward from the time I, I had been in. Now, I, I don't want to sound overly simplistic, and I'm not telling you that every person that's in a really rough season that they're going to read one scripture and they're going to be good to go. But can I just tell you that the Lord can do that too? Like that is truly how powerful God's word is, that he can choose to transform. To We can transform and renew our minds. We can do that by the power of his spirit, by his word. It happened for me. I do I like to encourage gals in that because sometimes we think that the prescriptive for a long season of doubt and depression and difficulty is this long recipe of things that we we need to do. Maybe that is how the Lord would use it. But don't ever discount just the power of God's word to really cleanse our minds. And this scripture here that our mind can literally be transformed. It's what I needed back then. It's what I need every single day. And it has just served me so well when I've gotten to places where I do feel that stuck. And I do feel that that edge of, man, I'm going down a dark road here. Seek the Lord. Seek his word. Let it wash you. One other scripture on that, Ephesians 4, 21 through 24 says, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God to turn righteousness and holiness. Again, telling us that this is there's that renewing in the spirit of our minds And that just brings a smile to my face that if you're in that season that is seeming so dismal and you don't know how to move forward, there's such hope in that, that we can be renewed in the spirit of our minds. But did you hear that part in Ephesians where it says that we need to put off our old self? Because that is a tricky part about uh, depression and being in seasons where we feel that we're just not moving forward. It feels real dark. Sometimes we want to just stay in that old self. And we do and we don't, right? Like there's a part of you that's like, well, no, of course I want to get better, but I don't know. I don't want to get better. Just leave me alone. This is just where I'm at. But you kind of tell yourself that. But this is encouraging us that we kind of we have to put off that old self because that belongs to our former life that's corrupt and deceitful desires and instead be renewed by the spirit of your minds. So I hope that encourages you a little bit because I, boy, I sure feel like, especially in this last year, we have just seen rampant, not just, not just women, men, kids, man, kids for sure, really struggling in the depths of depression. And I think it's, it's an important thing to be talked about. It shouldn't be something that we don't talk about, but so important to look at it through the filter of God's word and not to deny and diminish or in any way discount the power that the word of God can have over our situations. I've said before that often I have in those seasons listened to scripture, found an audio Bible. You find that when you're in those seasons, your energy level is just in the tank usually. And you, you, For me, I could usually make it till about one or two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm just toast. But I found that if I just would go and lay down and get quiet and just listen to the Psalms. And I would just just let it play. And I'd rest and I'd pray and seek the Lord. I'm not going to tell you that I would get up from that one time and be like, oh, okay, great. Everything's fine. But that habit of just 
being in the word kind of even in the midday. I mean, yeah, I'm always going to encourage you to be in the word first thing in the morning. But if you're in a particularly difficult time, you're probably not going to make it the whole day. (laughs) I didn't. This is post that particular season I was telling you about with the Romans 12 2 revelation. But there's been these other seasons. But every time for me, guys, the word of God has been the thing that has been my lifeline. And I really do think that the Lord uses his word and extends that to every single one of us, but to really cling to that. If you're struggling, maybe you're like, man, I can't even read the word right now. Hey, listen to it. And guess what? You might have to make yourself do it. Yeah, you might have to actually just have a discipline of it and do it. But over time, I really do think the word just has its effect on us. I I think that is just the power of scripture. Now, I don't normally take a whole chapter that I just tackle in a podcast. But this is one that as we go into a season, it felt like such a good foundation. So I love the start of renewing our minds and letting scripture do its work on us. So I'm actually going to go through quite a bit of Romans 12 here. And I just want to hit a couple more verses this week, and then we'll go to the to the rest next week. But let's look at verse three. It says, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. And I, I want to tack on, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, but down in verse 10, it says to love one another with brotherly affection and outdo one another in showing honor. I'm putting these two sort of together, but if we can go back just to this first part of this word soberly, do we think of ourselves soberly. Okay, that's not really a word we use very much to describe how we think. But notice this is that the word is not saying that to think of yourself negatively. No, soberly. I love the Webster 1928, which, hey guys, hot tip, I have found out that there is an online Webster 1928 dictionary, and I'm loving it. Remember I told you guys, I think it was back on the Words Matter episode, that everybody go scour their garage sales and estate sales and find a really ancient Dictionary. I still think that's cool because I I just love old dictionaries. But I have found a, I actually can't take credit, my husband found it, but I have found a little bit of a life hack here for me. There is an online Webster 1928 dictionary. So side note, but when you look at my 1928 online dictionary and it defines soberly as coolly, calmly, moderately. Okay, so what it's saying is we're to think of ourselves moderately the definition even goes so far as to say without enthusiasm. I want to juxtapose this to two things. First of all, thinking of yourself soberly. If I could just tack on to this conversation we were having just a couple minutes ago when we're talking about depression, so many thoughts of what we think of ourselves, right? It kind of gets to be the sick cycle of thoughts and it feels like a downward spiral. So I love that we have just a couple verses down and the word from the Lord is to think of ourselves soberly, okay? Not negatively. It's not saying to be super down on yourself. It's just saying have a moderate right judgment. But then I love this extra, the definition when it says without enthusiasm, because that one kind of cracks me up because how countercultural is that? I feel like most of the time the world is telling us how awesome 
we are. I mean, you are amazing. You can do anything. I feel like we're just everything is like a cheerleading session for all the things we could do, especially women, right? Right now, everything is about all the things women can do. It's really to a ridiculous level. That's what the world wants to tell us. It's just how awesome that we are. So right there, this verse gives us something to measure ourselves on. Think calmly. Think moderately. I would say think rightly of yourself. Being famous is a big deal today, particularly in our millennial generation a little bit, but Gen Z for sure. All about being famous or what is very popular to be called to be an influencer. I found this stat that kind of was amazing to me because somewhere, and I, I can't remember exactly where this one was, but it was saying that one in four people in the generation like Gen Z demographic, that they think they will be famous or an influencer of some kind. So, I mean, I think we can credit YouTube popularity and all of the the people that are just so drawn to that. But did you know that the actual percentage of someone who will be famous, okay, it's actually 0.0086% of the population is quote unquote famous. Okay, guys, that's a real small percentage. And that is pretty opposite to the one in four from the Generation Z that think they're going to be famous or an influencer. Romans 12, 3. Think rightly, think soberly about yourself. I think we could sit here and just let these words do their work. And I think we all need this. You know, John the Baptist, when he said in John that he must become greater and I must become less. So there's two things here. One, how are we to think of ourselves? And two, in verse 10 that I said earlier, how are we viewing others? Are we viewing them with honor? Because that's where it says, outdo one another in showing honor. At the root of all of this is that fleshly tendency to elevate ourselves, you know, it's just to put our opinion or whatever, maybe just even us, we're putting ourselves above other people. That's kind of the gross, fleshly, stripped down version of what this is really about. And this has a zillion applications to us, doesn't it? We can talk about the hostile political culture and climate for a second, right? If I run my thoughts or my argument through the sieve of these words, I wonder how much the temperature might come down on my thoughts a little bit. Because again, it's am I showing honor to the person I'm conversing with or maybe disagreeing on? But do we outdo that person in honor? Are we thinking soberly of ourselves? I'm going to pause on this part right here, because I think sometimes a mistake I make on these podcasts, guys, is I try to cram in so much scripture because I do get so excited about what the word has to say on this that I, I think sometimes I overload us and I don't want us to miss what the word has. So I want to just leave us this week with this. You're going into a new season right now. You have got hopefully and probably a new schedule. I say hopefully because guys, I think schedules are fun. But you've got a new schedule going on and you have some things that you are, maybe some things that you're aspiring to do differently and you know, whatever it looks like. But I wanna add Romans 12 to our schedule if I could. And next week I'm gonna go even further on this because I'm gonna actually drill down on a checklist because you know that Amy loves checklists. But I think that there's some really good things to run ourselves through the sieve of the word on. So as you look at what your schedule and your new season looks like, let's first put this good foundation on that 
there's these nuggets in Romans 12. And maybe just look at them in your own time. Just read Romans 12, 1 through 3 to start. But don't just read them and glaze over it. Read it and pray about it. Maybe it's the thing about thinking of yourself soberly and with right judgment. Pray about that. Lord, am I, am I doing that? Maybe it's that you need to really have your mind renewed. Maybe you're in a real funk right now. Maybe you are really struggling with a situation right now. Go to the Lord and let him renew your mind. Maybe you're struggling to be conformed to the world. We could talk an entire podcast just right on that, couldn't we? The world wants to conform us to its image and it's gross but we want to be conformed to the image of the Lord. Oh, there's so much here, guys. So I'm going to stop there because I think there's some good stuff and wait till next week because when we start really drilling down on some of these other pieces, then you're going to go, okay, Amy, you did all of that. That was that was three verses and we're going to do a lot more next week. So, hey, if you get a chance, read all of Romans 12. So you kind of have a heads up of where we're going. But I think this is a great way to start our season and just being able to look to God's word in everything. I love it. I'm so glad that you guys are here with me on the Devoted Podcast, and we're just going to keep doing this. So I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Devoted Podcast. We are a ministry of Athey Creek Christian Fellowship in West Lynn, Oregon. For more resources, or if you need prayer or encouragement, send us an email at devotedpodcast at atheycreek.com.